Bernie Sanders has dropped out of the race, and he's no longer running for president. Sort of. If you've paid attention to him over the years, you're used to hearing sort of when it comes to describing Bernie Sanders. Like, he is sort of a socialist. He's sort of a Democrat. He acts sane. Sort of. Now, he's sort of not running for president. Naturally, there are a few twists and turns to follow in this announcement, because with Bernie, there are always twists and turns. Like, he says he's only suspending his campaign, but he'll remain on the ballot for the rest of the primaries. Oh, and he will not tell any of his delegates to pledge their support to Joe Biden, at least not yet. So, as you can see, he has sort of dropped out of the race. In his public statement, he said, So, while we're winning the ideological battle, and while we are winning the support of so many young people and working people throughout the country, I have concluded that this battle for the Democrat nomination will not be successful. And so today, I'm announcing the suspension of my campaign. He says he can't win the nomination, so he's suspending his campaign. Did I hear him say that he's dropping out? I didn't hear it if he said it. So, the bottom line is that he's sort of dropping out. He also said he did not make the decision lightly, describing it as a very difficult and painful decision. Over the past few weeks, Jane and I in consultation with top staff and many of our prominent supporters, have made an honest assessment of the prospects for victory. If I believed we had a feasible path to the nomination, I would certainly continue the campaign. But it's just not there, he said. No riots in the streets from Bernie supporters, so there won't be a revolution sweeping him into power. Not yet, anyway. This is obviously not your average socialist. He wants us to willingly adopt socialism. Now, is that rational? What is this sort of sane senator trying to achieve? What does he want? Does he even know? I think he does. This crafty old socialist devil knows he isn't going to be the nominee of the Democrat Party. It's over. He'll never be president, and he knows it. At least I hope he knows it. If he acts this crazy at 78, what the heck will he be like in 2024 when he's, what, 83? No, he knows this is his last chance, or maybe he knows it. Or damn, he could run again. Please, Bernie, I beg you, don't run in 2024. I couldn't take another campaign with you spouting your socialist nonsense to a bunch of empty-headed, history-challenged numbskulls. Besides, your own party believes you're not the one to bring about socialism. You lack the charisma and the appeal to bring the masses to their senses. It isn't that they reject socialism. They reject you, Bernie. Let's put it this way. If it was a choice between Joe Biden and Barack Obama, who would your party support? It wouldn't be Joe Biden, would it? And that's for sure. It would be the guy who promised fundamental change for America. Fundamental change. What do you think he meant by that, Bernie? On the one hand, he would say how great America is and then say that America is unjust and racist and unfair to many people. 
I think Barack Obama agreed with you in so many ways, Bernie, and not just sort of either. But he was a lot smoother than you and a lot less threatening, too. Now, maybe at 78, Obama might be loud and angry, and he might throw up his hands in disgust now and then, but right now, he's cool, and he's suave, and he was the man who wanted to make so many of those fundamental changes that you like so much. You're not Barack Obama, Bernie, and that's what the Democrat Party wants. You would set the movement back 50 years if you ran against President Trump. You'd talk about income inequality and socialized medicine and lots of things that just aren't polling well right now. And you'd rant and rave and wave your arms and sort of look foolish. You seem to believe that you've forced the Democrat Party to move to the left, and you have no intention of giving up whatever power you have left. And you intend to do anything you can to make certain that the party stays left, even if it means four more years of President Trump. And that might be your biggest delusion. Maybe your power is just an illusion, Bernie, created by the media. And just maybe you aren't as responsible as you'd like to think for the Democratic Party's big move to the left. Maybe you're just the loudest voice at this time in history. There are a lot of people who could claim responsibility for helping socialism be an accepted part of the Democratic Party. I don't remember the year, but at some point, Socialist Party leaders decided that instead of trying to convince Americans to support socialism, they would try to take over the Democrat Party instead. It was a good move. The big tent movement of Democratic Party leaders, including Nancy Pelosi, welcomed them with open arms, saying their party was tolerant of many political views. So Nancy Pelosi became a sort of socialist, too, while still claiming to be a Democrat. All of this goes to prove that many Democrats are sort of delusional. Can you be sort of delusional? Probably not. And if they aren't delusional, then what are they? Maybe they're in a total state of denial. You can't be sort of in a state of denial, though. You're either in denial or you're not in denial. We're hearing from so many Democrats now talking about how happy they are that Bernie is out of the race. They say they've never supported socialism and now they want to get back to supporting their policy agenda. Is that denial? The centerpiece of their policy agenda is Medicare for All. Many Democrats say they're against Medicare for All and they support a plan that would make some changes to Obamacare. One big change that nearly all the Democrats support would be to offer people a public option, or basically a Medicare for All option. It would give people the choice to keep their private health plan or get a free government plan. This is to make the unions happy. That's why they're putting that in there, because many union members get free health care paid for by their employers, and unions then get power, and they like the power. Most non-union employers require workers to pay a portion of their health care cost. The amount paid by the employee can vary, but it's usually somewhere between, say, 25% and 75%. So let's think about this. You're an employee, and you can get Medicare for nothing by opting for the public option. Or 
you can pay for private insurance, at least pay a portion. Now, what do you think most people will do? You don't even need to be sort of smart to figure that one out. And pretty soon, unions will be out of the insurance business, too. The Democratic Party is also in favor of free college tuition for everyone. Education is a right, sort of, so no one should have to pay for it, except taxpayers, of course. Democrats want open borders, too. And this isn't a sort of proposition, either. They want open borders. They also want anyone coming into America, crossing the open borders, to get everything free. So if we have open borders, how many people do you think will come into the country every year? Will it be a million people? Two million? Five million? Twenty-five million? I sort of think it'll be closer to 25 million. Democrats want to close the wealth gap, too. Under President Trump, we have full employment, and that's causing employers to raise the pay of their employees because they're in competition to keep them. But the free market doesn't impress the Democrats. They want to make laws forcing employers to pay higher wages, and they want laws that force companies to provide more benefits and to give employees more control over how the companies are run. Is that sort of socialism? And they want to control Wall Street and the banks. They, they want laws and rules and regulations that will force Wall Street and the banks to do the right thing, sort of. The government would control how they operate and who would get loans and who wouldn't and how much money they could make. Not socialism exactly, but sort of. And then there's the Green New Deal. Just about every Democrat supports that. You think you don't like being cooped up in your house or apartment because of the coronavirus? You're going stir-crazy, right? I'm with you on that. But get used to it, because if they get their way with the Green New Deal, you won't be getting out much anymore. For one thing, you won't be able to afford gasoline, and driving will be restricted for anything the government says is non-essential. They'll take control of the fossil fuel industry, and oil production will stop, and not sort of, it will stop. You will not be allowed to fly in a plane, and you won't be able to eat beef, because it will be against the law. Only windmills and solar panels will be allowed to produce electricity, and they'll be everywhere. Have you ever heard how loud a windmill can be? You'll find out, because there's going to be one right outside your bedroom window. Every few days, You'll have no electricity because wind and solar can't produce enough power to supply everyone. But I bet the elites will still have it. Bernie Sanders may be sort of out of the race for president, but socialism in America lives on, even though the Democratic Party is in sort of denial. One more thing. When people paint Bernie Sanders as a wonderful old man, a curmudgeon, but someone who is warm and caring, someone who wants everyone to be happy. They are more than sort of delusional. For a socialist to succeed, that's the image they have to project. But for a socialist to govern, they must be ruthless. Bernie Sanders has always openly admired ruthless socialist dictators like Mao and Stalin and Fidel. He can say he never agreed with their tactics, only that he liked their accomplishments, but if you believe that, you're sort of nuts. Joseph Stalin 
had his propaganda people always trying to convince people that he was the father of all Russians. That was a lie, too, just like everything else about him, just like the lies the left tells us about Fidel Castro, about how he cared about his people and tried to take care of them. But those awful Americans kept him from doing all that he wanted to do. What a load of bull. Fidel tortured and killed people, and so did Joe and Mao, and it doesn't get any worse than that. Between all of them, they killed over a hundred million people. That's socialism. It can only survive by being ruthless because once people live under it, they hate it. So Bernie Sanders isn't a lovable old man. He's a ruthless, would-be socialist dictator, and if he could have total power, he'd take it in a minute. Bernie Sanders is sort of out of the race for president, but he's still powerful because his agenda is intact and supported by mainstream Democrats who claim to hate socialism, but they support all of his socialist programs. And Bernie Sanders knows that Joe Biden won't lift a finger to stop that socialist agenda. But please, don't sort of insult our intelligence anymore by saying Democrats are not socialists. If all of your programs are socialist, you can call yourselves anything you want. But we know you are socialist. And knowing that, we will sort of vote for President Trump again in November. <laughs>